We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for August 24, 2020. I meant to kind of include this in the last part, but I got this email the other day. And this is more evidence of how the high-level people in high-level ministries are, are going to be going along with whatever the government tells them to do. Um, I got this from um, a listener and she lives in Western North Carolina. And uh, I, I I sent this out that I got this, this because I'm always signing stuff about, oh, okay, you know, protest this or protest that. I'm, I'm always, I'm, I sign stuff online. And I got this thing, this email back from Tom Tillis, our, our I don't know, Senator Tom Tillis, okay. And um, I started this out by saying, it's good to know old Tom has our backs. And he's working tirelessly to, defi to defile our DNA and try to get as many as he can into hell. As he says below, and this is straight from his email he sent me, Senator Tom Tillis, supporting vaccine research and accessibility. I voted in favor of the CARES Act, allocating more than $945 million to the National Institutes of Health to support the development of a soul damning, oh, I'm sorry, and safe and effective vaccine. Isn't that wonderful? And I'm assuming he means for COVID-19. Additionally, um, it's important that we also make sure the vaccine is accessible to everyone, including Medicare beneficiaries, because they want to really kill off the old people. Yeah. So I, that's why I said it's good and old. Tom has our backs working tirelessly to, tirelessly to defile our DNA and get as many people into hell as he can. Now, I'm not saying everybody that gets the vaccine is automatically going to hell if you're a Christian. I just wouldn't mess with it, personally. I just don't understand why, if it wasn't going to be something that really changes us on a spiritual level, why they are so stinking focused, obsessed, and honed in on everybody getting vaccinated. And as the COVID-19 narrative becomes more and more of a joke, they still keep doubling down. So it must be really important is all I can think. And this longtime listener emails me back and she says, I also, the last time I voted, one of my specific goals were to, to vote to hopefully remove Tom Tillis. Outside the voting building, there was a gentleman from the Billy Graham Center. Now, Billy Graham has a lot of stuff up here because he's from this area, I guess. I don't know. He's from North Carolina. and He had a lot of his stuff here, the Charlotte area. In fact, his exit, off exit 85 in Charlotte, is Billy Graham whatever road or whatever it is and it's it's exit 33 because in honor of him being a 33rd degree freemason he's got exit 33 off exit 85 in charlotte 85 like kind of like bisects charlotte diagonally <laughs> and he's got like a billy graham learning center I, I hear you can't just walk in there you have to make some kind of appointment or whatever if you can even get in i don't know the last time i heard that's the way it was weird he was 30, 30 degree free. I've done a whole teaching on Billy Graham, just keying his name in the keyword search box. Um, anyway, there was a gentleman from the Billy Graham Center. I live not far from this center. It's called, the, it's, she said the Grove. It's actually called the Cove. So if you're ever like on 40 and you, you're going like on the other side of Asheville, going east, you'll see like, oh, it's the Cove. It's the Billy Graham Center. Now there's also Cove churches in the Charlotte area that I've seen. I can't imagine how lukewarm they are. But um, 
she had a brief discussion from this man from the Billy Graham Center, and I had a brief discussion, and, and he related that they support Tom Tillis and were hoping that night for his re-election. Oh, I bet. I bet. Again, what I'm seeing is the highest levels of the church, the ones that have the most money and the most influence and the most power and the most denominational influence, they're all going along with this COVID-19 thing. And they're doing everything they can do to brainwash their parishioners to make sure they get the vaccine and take the tests and wear the mask and do whatever the government tells them to do, which is the exact opposite of what they should be doing if they really cared about and loved their flocks, which they don't. Next report, mandatory quarantine camps were just rolled out in New Zealand, a globalist testing ground for mass extermination of humanity. After outlawing firearms possession by citizens, New Zealand's government is now exploiting its power monopoly to roll out mandatory quarantine camps for people who might be infected with COVID-19. Now, remember, this is just where we, we heard the, the, the music video that combined the New Zealanders, Islanders, singing with the Chinese troops in the UN in the stadium. So New Zealand is one of the biggest places they're beta testing this stuff on planet Earth. Um, and some people will never be allowed to leave those camps, the New Zealand prime minister insists. We're going to hear from that devil out of her own mouth about that. The new medical fascism rules will ensnare family members of people who test positive for COVID-19, even though nearly all the testing being conducted around the world is unreliable and routinely produces false positives. It's now clear that the coronavirus pandemic is being weaponized by the globalist-minded bureaucrats to enslave the masses in preparation for a global vaccine depopulation initiative. Yeah. And then the next report is New Zealanders are in trouble. Forced attention, family separations for testing COVID positive. Let's go ahead and play these videos here. It is really hard to fathom, but it seems like nobody is talking about what's going on in New Zealand right now. Jacinda Ardern has locked down New Zealand over four cases. Four cases. New Zealand's been locked down. I mean, again, the, the deaths at this point are like almost non-existent. And the cases are even going way down, even though they're cooking the books and fudging the numbers. But again, they're all in with this narrative. So unless humanity pushes back against it, they're just going to keep going. Those aren't even deaths or hospital admissions or mass kind of spreading events in major conurbations. This is just four cases. And she's reimposed one of the most drastic lockdowns there is for a further 12 days as it was. I'm not sure people are aware either of a massive sweeping power grab that went through Parliament just at the start of all of the COVID, uh, was, went through Parliament in under 24 hours without public consultation. And it means that Jacinda Ardern and her henchmen can enter your home without a warrant. Yep. They can take you away and hold you in a detention centre for quarantine if they suspect you of having COVID. And as is now being done with these four cases, they are being taken away held hostage effectively to the government and will be held there until such time as they can be released. This can happen to family members as well and they can be held separately. So you can be taken from your home forcibly under guard, held hostage in a detention centre 
removed from your family all because you tested positive for something which is effectively like a flu. And this is going on right now in New Zealand in 2020. And you know, it causes me to reflect somewhat on why it is that Jacinda Ardern was promoted so heavily at the front end of 2020, why there was this kind of beatification of Jacinda Ardern. And it does cause me to question once more the mosque shooting, because that was really the trigger point for attention on Jacinda and her kind of politics, which was seen as the humane way of being a political leader in the 20th century. People need to start looking at New Zealand, talking about New Zealand, and asking how would you feel if people entered your home without a warrant, took you away to hold you in a detention centre, held you away from your family, shut your business if they wished, without reason, and told you it was simply because you tested positive for COVID, which is pretty much like flu. What exactly does that say for New Zealand? And what does it say for what's about to come to some of the Democrat-run states in America? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And they're they're disarmed, too. So that's a whole other level of... And they're beta testing there um, to see what they what the people will put up with. Another video on this. And this is uh, New Zealand concentration camps. Now, this is straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, one of these guys in government making this announcement, the this sole um, Satanist devil that's going to give you this uh, news... His Ashley Bloomfield, was he director, um, only had it real, Chief Executive Minister of Health New Zealand, Ashley Bloomfield. As part of our overall national response to this new outbreak, I am now directing medical officers of health that all cases, confirmed cases, are to be managed in a quarantine facility. So all confirmed cases, do you realize if they tried to do that, like, like in America or whatever, I mean, if, if they started to try to, and I know they're still trying, but they're cooking the books and all this other stuff. Can you imagine trying to do that? I mean, these are cases. These aren't people that are even showing them any symptoms. The CDC even admitted months ago that all asymptomatic carriers are virtually pose a non-existent threat of even spreading COVID-19. Meaning an asymptomatic, meaning you've got COVID-19, but you're not, you don't have any symptoms. And those people have almost a zero percent chance of spreading it but they would all have to go into quarantine camps how would you you would have to to, to crank up the fema camps especially if you're cooking the books if you did something like that now this is different to how positive cases were managed when we were last at levels four and indeed three and shows how serious we are about limiting any risk of ongoing transmission even in self-isolation and including to others in the household. This will apply to any cases and also close family members who might be at risk as appropriate. A reminder, these facilities has been, have been set up specifically and have excellent processes oh, yeah. and resources in place to look after people right. with COVID-19, right. including health staff on site. So now you, you can't, you have no right. They can bust down your door, um, pull you out of your house. I don't see how they couldn't pull the whole family out because they've all been exposed too, right? You can't self-quarantine anymore. You have to do it their way, under their conditions, in their prison facilities. All times. And it will help us avoid any further inadvertent spread Lies. into the community as Devil. part of our overall response. 
If someone refuses in our um, facilities to be tested, they have to keep staying. So they won't be able to leave after 14 days. They have to stay on for another 14 days. So it's a pretty good incentive. I think this is the Prime Minister speaking that which. We either get your tests done and make sure you're cleared, or we will keep you in a facility longer so i think people most people yeah it shows uh one of the guys that were when they were signing the in um independence it was probably patrick henry give me liberty or give me death unless there's a virus with a 99.999 percent recovery rate in which in which um in which case then strip me of all my freedoms my job my constitutional rights and put me under house arrest in other words that this is that this we're, we're so far away from like the people that framed the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and those type, we're so far away from that mindset where we're willing to just give up all of our rights over nothing. We'll look at that and say, I'll take the, I'll take the test. I've got a number of questions about people um, refuse. You know, what do we do if someone refuses to be tested? Well, they can't now. They can't now. The prime minister is telling you, you can't be refused to be to be tested. Meaning, we'll hold you down and we'll stick that swab six inches into your head and we'll get the we'll we'll get our test. Somebody refuses in one of our facilities to be tested. They have to keep staying. If someone refuses in our um, facilities to be tested, they have to keep staying. So they won't be able to leave after 14 days. They have to stay on. So, so we'll wait you out, in other words. I mean, if we're not going to force it on you, we'll wait you out. And eventually they will force it. For another 14 days. So it's a pretty good incentive. You either get your tests done and make sure you're cleared, or we will keep you in a facility longer. Rep reptilian witch devil. They got to annihilate these devils. At these at these high levels that are doing this i don't even believe most of them are human i'm sorry i don't <laughs> this is pure evil pure and if they're not they're they're generational luciferian bloodline satanists that have been put in these positions specifically to carry out these evil wicked satanic agendas against humanity so so i think people most people will look at that and say i'll take the i'll take the test you witch so yeah we have that um going forward here new zealand just outlawed bartering beta testing for what they want to bring everywhere so you see all the the um, incrementalism here and what they're doing in new zealand i mean it is absolute total insanity and if trump has his way he's bringing this here unless there's massive pushback to what he's going to be implementing here very soon or trying to implement Wayne, and obviously I'm going to leave his last name out because he's living in the new Soviet Union, 1950s style. Uh, and i got to tell you, this Prime Minister, Ardern, oh my... Which was the lady we just heard, that witch that was just talking. You get your taste. You get your taste. Or we won't let you out of quarantine. And you got to, in fact, we can kick your door in, take you out of your house by force, force quarantine you. And if you don't want to get tested, well, that's that's fine. You'll eventually give in. <laughs> uh, and this is just the initial phases. Goodness, the, the, she is Hillary Clinton and uh, Kamala Harris all rolled into one. And you look at her speak, she can look almost pleasant until she gets to a sticking point, a point of you're going to comply or else. Yep. And you, you can get just... your teeth, your teeth. That's when you, you see that, that witch devil come out see this evil spirit come out of her and, I, and i'm not saying this to be mean 
okay, or disparaging. There's just like something overcomes her and like she just Satan. changes her whole demeanor and everything in her changes and you just see pure evil. Come I mean, on, Dave. Like she's she's good scary. people. So I just thought I would share this with you here. Um, so uh, my contact in New Zealand, I have a lot of them now. I uh, said, Dave, I watched your clip on the Fed coin and dollar collapse. I thought you might like to know that what they've done here in New Zealand, the government stitched us up real good so you can't, uh, we can't barter without possible fine or imprisonment. Okay, and here is what they've done, and I'm telling you it's coming here. What have I been saying all along? Repeat after me. Dave has said, what? New Zealand and Australia are the beta test for what's going to happen here, and they're seeing what works, doesn't work, and how they can tweak it. All right, paragraph one in this law. In this act, unless the context otherwise requires, sell in relation to food follows the following guidelines. A means selling food for processing and handling for human consumption. So whatever you're going to do with food and it applies to eating it, this is what you need to know. Uh, this law also includes the reselling of food for processing and handling for human consumption. It includes activities related to food for human consumption. Uh, offering food for sale or attempting to sell food or receiving or having food in possession for sale or exposing food for sale or sending or delivering food for sale or causing or permitting food to be sold or offered for sale or exposed for sale. That's all forbidden. Now, here's another thing they're forbidding. And I told you this was coming and I had this discussion with uh, Colin Plume from Noble Gold on our radio show. We talked about how food bartering was going to be outlawed. In fact, we actually think the whole process of bartering is going to be outlawed because what are they doing? They're getting rid of the coins. The, the dollars are next. They're going to cite COVID. You're going to have to do an exchange and get the Fed coin. Okay. And people are going to say, screw that stuff. We're not doing that. And they're going to start bartering. Hey, I'll give you the peas for the potato chips. And so people enter into bartering arrangements. Well, New Zealand is banning that practice. Of course. Uh, let's go on and see what else they say. Not only are you banned. They're just trying to paint you into a corner every single way they can do it. From bartering food, selling or offer to sell anything of which food forms a part. So you can't even resell food. So, Hello. Hello, you know the flea market, the farmer's markets? Uh, they're fun to go to. I've been to some. They're cool. You get some good stuff. That is illegal now in New Zealand, reading from this law. Supplying food together with any accommodation, service, or entertainment as part of an inclusive charge. So, hey, come on into the bar tonight, and it's all you can drink and all you can eat. Uh-uh, can't do that anymore. Supplying food in exchange for payment or in relation to which payment is to be made in a shop hotel, or restaurant. So in other words, using food as a means of payment. Uh-uh, can't do that either. Supplying food to an employer or other person in accordance with their employment agreement. So you see that a lot. When I had my first job in high school and I was working at McDonald's, and um, kind of funny, I would end up marrying someone who ran McDonald's here in Arizona but did not know her then. I was in Colorado. But uh, we used to get breaks, and I could get a hamburger and a Coke, and you had to use a courtesy cup because you couldn't screw up their inventory. But I could do that. You could even get a little shake from the shake machine. Uh, fantastic benefit, especially when you're 18 years old and you're always hungry. Uh, you can't do that now in New Zealand. Okay. 
for the purpose of advertising or promoting trader business, giving food away, whether or not payment of money, offering food as a prize or reward to the public. Uh, buy one, get one free. It sounds like it might fit into this here. Exporting food. No, can't do that. So if you're a food warehouse, you're no longer allowed to export food to, say, like China. Uh <clears throat> This is just incredible what, I, what we're looking at here. Um, supplying food together with accommodation to a person residing for more than two weeks in a private dwelling or farm in exchange for payment. So in other words, uh, come and work on my farm, and you'll get $1,000 a month plus room and board. Okay, well, you can give them the room, but if the board includes a meal, you can't do that. Unbelievable. Sick. Are you understanding the words that are coming out of my mouth? Are you as shocked as I am? Uh, listen. If humanity puts up with it, they're just going to keep kind of keep coming and coming and coming. And take and take and take until there's nothing left more to take. I'm shocked and I'm not. I mean, here, Colin Plume and I are talking, and we're telling you this is coming. And he said, you know, storable food, great idea. Okay? And we sell the storable food. You know how to get it. Um, he also said that, you look in here that you better buy precious metals, and that's the business he's in. And but he's not being self-serving here. He's right. He's right. Store food, buy precious metals, get out of the cash system. Oh, they're going to get you out of the cash system. What I should have said was get out of the Fed coin system. And I want to tell you something. I believe, and I think the people in New Zealand are going to find this out the hard way. I don't see the law in here because this is all about food. But when they change your money over, and so in other words, let's say you got a few thousand dollars in your house, in the safe or whatever, and they're going to send you bags that you put it in and, and, and get a receipt and everything. You send it back off to probably some Federal Reserve Bank, and they're going to send you back an equivalent exchange, a Fed coin on some type of exchange system. Here was the value of your dollar when you turned it in. Here will be the value of the Fed coin. And who's going to profit from the in-between margin? Well, you already know the answer to that question. It's a way to do currency reduction that the elite benefit from. I promise you that New Zealand's going to go to this if they haven't already written this in the law. So Wayne and Susie and Elizabeth and Samantha, you guys who write to me a lot from New Zealand, would you please look into that claim and see if you're doing that or they plan to do that? Because to me, it's the next logical progression. This is sheer insanity. This is the overthrow of our economy. This is the debt enslavements coming your way. And they're going to greatly reduce. So let's just say that this is a 25% difference. They just reduced your standard of living by 25%. How are you going to deal with that? On top of everything else that's going down with the lockdowns and everything else. Yeah, exactly. And they're, I'm wondering, too, if they're going to make it illegal to have gardens. I'm going to dig deeper into this law, but I, I'm telling you, garden prohibitions oh, yeah. are coming. You know, there's yeah. actually been some homeowners associations, and I've had people send me the documentation on this, and homeowner associations outlawing gardens, even in your backyard. Well, I guess you could try hydroponics, but if you're living in an apartment, that's going to be kind of difficult. I wonder if they're going to outlaw chickens. I, it's, it's incredible. Um, yeah. uh, I, I'm one of these comments over here, too, because it's a live chat says ruben perez says relax trump is in control you're watching a movie enjoy the show relax and, and again that's exactly what the false prophets that are saying trump is this anointed man of god and the q movement and a lot of the people in alternative media are basically that, that just live by the q q post 
It's what they're, even though the Q has lied on thousands of occasions at this point, hundreds and hundreds at bare minimum. I pointed them out and I, I, I did a uh, whole teaching, a couple different teachings on Q. You can key in QAnon in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I have files on them. All the false predictions. Just some of them. I can't, I, there's no way I could, you would have to have a whole ministry devoted to keeping track of all the time-dependent false predictions that they've said about Trump or how the swamp is being drained or how arrests are imminent and all this other garbage that they constantly are still saying to this day. But just relax, trust the plan. Don't do anything. It's exactly what they want us to do. So we have that. And then, <laughs> then we have this. Seven News on Melbourne. This is Melbourne, Australia, which is the um, epicenter in Australia where it's an absolute total lockdown. Reported on it last week. Police are preparing to launch their aerial arsenal as part of a crackdown on COVID-19 rule breakers. High-powered drones will be used to find people not wearing masks. And cars, people that aren't wearing them in their own cars. Oh no, and cars too far from home. Because see, you can only travel so far from your home in Melbourne. Or they can, you know, come to you and drag and beat you and drag you out of your car and throw you in jail, which is what they're doing. If you're if you're violating anything that they say you shouldn't be doing. Aerial arsenal as part of a crackdown on COVID rule breakers. High-powered drones will be used to find people not wearing masks. You know, and again, it's it's what will you put up with? What will you, these two these two nations have been disarmed, Australia and, and New Zealand. They've been totally disarmed. They're ripe for the picking. And not only that, they're laying down. They're putting up with this stuff. And they're just going to keep shoving it down their throats as long whatever they can get away with, Satan's going to keep doing. And cars too far from home. Sky high surveillance as we battle to control COVID. Oh, yeah, battle. Yeah. Over the next week, Victoria Police will dispatch. It's showing all the dead bodies of the COVID there. Uh oh, there's none, sorry. Drones. They'll be keeping a watch on St Kilda and Port Melbourne Beach, making sure skate parks and playgrounds remain empty. Yeah. And for those. You've got to have everything be empty. So, again, this is a total prison planet, which is what we're, what we're on right now. To a certain extent, other places are worse than others, obviously, but they're trying to bring us into a prison planet where you have no right to, to move about unless you've got your COVID 19 vaccine, of course. Head to the park. A mask is a must. Yes. Or at least a face covering. So Are she's they... literally wearing her thong on her face. And that's fine, though, because she's being a good little obedient Nazi citizen. And she's wearing her face covering. And even though it's a joke and a farce, and it's not protecting her from anything, she's in compliance. So the, so the little drone, the little devil drone won't report her as they need to go to jail. Knickers, yeah, it's my knickers. I think they should outfit the drones with machine guns and just gun them down as they see them without masks. And I mean, I'm talking no no leeway whatsoever. We need to make examples of these people um, that aren't wearing masks and in full compliance with every single guideline that they've implemented in Melbourne. And it's a laundry list. I, I read it last week and, and it's it's just, un, it's, it's insane. <laughs> Police have also been using drones to guard the New South Wales yeah. border. Ch checkpoints everywhere. There are concerns this style of policing won't end when the pandemic is over. Oh. I think it's very important that we come up with rules, with laws that can also have things like sunset clauses. So there's an end point for any kind of technology or new powers that police might use. 
There's no escaping this high-powered aerial arsenal. It can be flown for seven kilometres. The camera is infrared and it's so clear it can read a vehicle's number plate from 500 metres away. Doesn't really bother me. I'm doing the right thing, so I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, I mean, these people are all outside where you would have zero risk. I mean, the UV light alone is going to kill anything in the air. I mean, that's what they use UV lights in hospitals to disinfect the hospital. Well, there's no greater generator of UV light on the planet than the sun, okay? But they're wearing these masks outside, which is the absolute height of insanity, and in their cars when they're by themselves. But they're... But, the the satanic rules say you have to do this in your car who are you going to affect doesn't matter they're just seeing how much insanity satanic insanity you will put up a good with. job the cop isn't good you know good on him for doing that yeah so he's he's commending the cops for doing this and again these people will all beg for the mark of the beast i'm sorry they will i pray to god their souls be saved i really do but ultimately they're the problem because these are the the masses are what's putting up with this and letting this happen and they're just doing nothing. They're just going along with it. And they're agreeing with it. It's sickening. And then we have Prime Minister Scott Morrison announces COVID-free vaccine, COVID-19 vaccines, free COVID-19 vaccines for Australians. Says it will be as mandatory as possible, but has to backtrack due to public outrage. Well, thank God there was some public outrage. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has backtracked on his comments. Um... They confirmed that a landmark agreement with drug giant AstraZeneca to manufacture one of the world's most promising coronavirus vaccines currently being developed by Oxford University researchers. UK government has already ordered 100 million doses. Again, they're not ordering all these vaccine doses for nothing. They're ordering them to stick them and inject them into everybody. A lot of money's riding on the line here, so don't expect them to back off. Asked whether the vaccine would be mandatory, Mr. Morrison told A3W's Neil Mitchell on Wednesday morning that it needed to be about 95% of the population. I would expect it to be as mandatory as you can possibly make it, said the Prime Minister. There will always be exceptions for any vaccine based on medical grounds, but that should be the only basis. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a pandemic that has destroyed, you know, the global economy. Yeah, because you let all that happen. A pandemic that's no worse than, that's less than the normal flu. And they're even rounding all the flu and the influenza statistics into the COVID-19 statistics. And it's still not as deadly. I gave you those stats not too long ago. Yes, it has destroyed the globe because you did that. You did that. The, the, this farce of a pandemic never did that. And taking the lives of hundreds of thousands. What a life in the pit of hell that is. What planet's he living on? Hundreds of thousands. No, I don't, I don't even, that's not even remotely accurate. The true death toll from this, I don't even know. But it's not that many. And specifically when you're including, you know, the, the, the top demographic of people that are dying are the ones in nursing homes that are above the age of 85 that have all kind of health problems and, you know, then they supposedly die of COVID. Lies. It's just everywhere you turn is lies. And, four, and it says hundreds of thousands around the world and 450 Australians here. 
Well, I would like to know the death statistics for other things in Australia for this year, like car accidents and cancer and heart attacks and heart disease and diabetes. Guaranteed, it's way more than 450. But we're not stopping the whole world over all that. No, that's fine. Those That's feeding into the medical pharma cartel. No, we just want to control the narrative and we're going to blow 450 deaths and lock down everything and strip you of all your rights because we're Satan and, we're, and you're going to let us get away with it, obviously, because you're letting us do this. Then he goes on to say, we need the most extensive and comprehensive response to get Australia back to normal. All you would have to do is just stop all the satanic, idiotic nonsense and everything would be back to normal tomorrow because the coronavirus is a non-issue. However, later he backtracked on these comments telling J two JB's Jim Wilson that the vaccine wouldn't be compulsory. There's been a bit of overreaction to any suggestion. No, you were beta testing. You were putting that out there and you were seeing what public reaction would be when you said it was mandatory. It was going to be as mandatory as possible. Then he says, there will be no compulsory vaccine. Okay, that's what he's saying now. I wouldn't trust this devil any farther than I could throw him. But remember, they're easing us into this. It's all incrementalism. It's, it's the pot, it's the frog in the, in the water and you turn the water up slowly until it gets to a rolling boil and then he's dead and he doesn't, doesn't jump out because that's all he knows they do it real slow and then the, the lady that sent me this she lives in australia julie a longtime listener she says i found two websites here in australia who are fighting against mandatory vaccination please feel free to forward these i give you the links to these one of them is vax www.vaccinationdecisions.net and then another one is like a link from a mail uh, a mailer she got like an email and i don't know you're gonna have to click on this link to get there i don't know any other way to tell you to do it. i tried to find a, a direct link but i couldn't but it's the australian vaccination risks network maybe you could find it that way so there's two that are fighting against it so if you're in australia you know i'm just telling you i'd fight back against this any way you could another next report american traveler faces well last month a young kentucky couple made headlines worldwide for being required to wear electronic ankle monitors after the covid positive wife agreed to self-quarantine but refused to sign the health department documents i reported on that now a kentucky man another kentucky man may be fined or jailed for breaking quarantine rules in canada a kentucky man faces a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar fine a quarter no 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 i'm sorry three quarters of a million dollars for breaking quarantine rules in Alberta Rockies, in the Alberta Rockies, a Kentucky man uh, could face this or six months in jail. Why not? Again, why don't they just gut shoot him? Make an example out of him. Come on. What are we doing here? For allegedly violating a quarantine order in the Alberta Rockies in late June, John Pennington, 40 years old, was initially given a $1,200 ticket on June 25th after the staff at a Banff hotel called the rcmp saying they believe the united states citizen was violating the alberta public health act during the covid19 pandemic rcmp attended the hotel and as a result of their investigation they found a second individual in his presence oh no a female from calgary and found him to be breaching the requirements to quarantine while he traveled through alberta oh you can't have any human interaction if you come through alberta and if you do, you're going to get a $1,200 fine. And now you're going to get a potentially a $750,000 fine and, say, and face six months in jail. 
How dare you? So he was issued a ticket under the Alberta Public Health Act. She said officers received a second complaint the next day after some little Nazi narc spotted a car with American plates in a parking lot near the gondola to Sulphur Mountain. Oh, did he dare breach quarantine again and go in a gondola that's outside on Sulphur Mountain? Yes, yes. He needs to die. We can't have this. Death is the only option, I think. I don't think they're carrying it far enough. Come on. What are we doing here? Then the next one, universities encouraging students to report peers who aren't following COVID-19 rules. In an effort to bring us the Nazi police state, universities around America are asking students to report their peers who they suspect of being infected. Other systems who ask students to file reports if they think there are people who aren't following COVID-19 guidelines. Um, who wants to join the coronavirus police force? Well, at University of Miami, a system allows students to anonymously report any concerns about unsafe behavior of their peers. The reports will then be reviewed by university administrators who will, who will then contact the student of concern by the next business day to provide assistance before any student reaches a crisis level. Meanwhile, UM facilities staff and administrators are encouraged to directly contact the school authorities for suspected cases so be a good little nazi narc and turn everybody you believe might be infected in at uh, texas a&m fa faculty members and administrators can use a similar system to file a report if they think someone else on campus has been infected at tulane students and other university members are encouraged to speak up about problematic behavior related to covid 19 depending on the incident being reported students can also call the university police about this non-existent problem at this point on reporting on the reporting page announcement tulane dean of students said called on students to keep an eye out for so-called incidents be a good little nazi meanwhile at yale the home of the skull and bonesers they tell students to make reports concerning COVID-19 to the university hotline. And this is et cetera, et cetera. There's all kind of other. Now, remember, when I'm giving you a report, generally, I'm only giving you like the cliff note, cherry-picked highlight version. Any of these reports have probably way more information than I'm even reporting on. And that's why I give you the one of the reasons I give you the links in the PDF. Now, then we have teachers are serving as the state's newest surveillance into your home. The Massachusetts Department of Children and Families issued a fact sheet for teachers outlining that they should call DCF, um, the agency which can take your children and put them in foster care. Did a, did a kid miss a class online? Well, then call child services because that could be evidence of neglect. Teachers are also encouraged to pry into the home life of students when they're on their online cameras. Okay, doing their homeschooling or, or doing their um, schooling or whatever, okay, for their online classes. Um, and they're, so the teachers are encouraged to pry into the home life of students. They, they ask questions like, who is home today to help you with learning? And then I'm having a hard time hearing you because of background noise. I'm hearing some other noises in the background. What else is happening at your house today? Be a good little Nazi and turn all these kids in because remember, Child Protective Services needs a lot of children in their system to feed to the Satanists and the Luciferians and the pedivores and the child molesters and they're, they're, they're low on adrenochrome and they need a lot of bodies. So make sure that you're, you're you know, we're doing this right and we're, we, so we can abduct as many children as we need be, as, as need be. 
And then another question they ask, I saw a person walk by your screen. Who is home with you today? These are real questions I'm getting straight from this report. One mother was allegedly had a DCF visit for leaving her seven-year-old boy with his teenage brother while she worked. And then she said they used to call that babysitting. Now, apparently, it's neglect. Well, sure. You I mean, she should be gut shot and have her seven-year-old boy taken forever. I mean, obviously, that's what should happen, right? Come on. And then next one, governor of New Hampshire, which is the live free or die state, signed an executive order which forces anyone who tests positive for COVID-19 to comply with the orders of the Department of Public Health. Failure to comply with DPH instructions after notification of a positive COVID-19 test result, which could be totally negative and most likely is, the fine shall be only $1,000 per day if you don't do whatever they tell you to do. For instance, if the health officials demand your family separate when one member tests positive for COVID-19, for every test you resist, you will be fined $1,000. The order also says DPH can enter and search private property without a warrant in the name of public health, of course, though it appears this only applies to businesses for now. And then the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resource sent a reminder to employees about mask mandates at their facilities. But they also told employees that they should wear their face masks while on online Zoom calls in their homes behind their computer screen with no one else physically present. And what happens if you don't? Well, evidently you're in violation of their policy. So this is the, this is the insanity that we're dealing with. I won't comply with any of this. I'm just flat out telling you. <laughs> I won't, not, not, not one bit. <laughs> and if I die, I die, okay? I don't care. I'm not putting up with this, personally. That's just me, I'm funny that way. Okay, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying for me, you know. Then we have this. A professor of medical ethics at Western University believes that the coronavirus defectors should have to take a substance to boost their cooperative pro-social behavior. He calls it a morality pill, which seems a lot like Soma from Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. It would make us all compliant, calm, happy, and agreeable. Maybe that's why I am the way that I am, because I don't drink fluoridated water. And that's one of the main things fluoridated water does to you, is it creates that. And that's why they used it in the Nazi concentration camps first, because they could create a huge swath of docile concentration camp victims that would calmly march into the showers to be gassed or calmly march to the pits where they were gunned down and bulldozed into the thing, even though they knew this was gonna happen because they were so fluoridated that fluoridation um, burns out the lower brain loves which controls your will to resist. Okay, so they were good, little compliant. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying anything against the concentration camp people. They didn't, they didn't even know it was being done to them. But we've been having fluoridation in our water supply for decades now. And I think they figured they've got the plan far enough and people are docile enough and there are so many people who are on prescription meds that further create that problem and then there's a whole other host of other factors that they feel like they're ready to you know push this thing into high gear and, and get her done you know so he goes on to say the professor says we could even use the pill to solve climate change yeah that makes so much sense so much sense 
And if people are unwilling to take it, secretly add it to the water supply. They're already doing that. They're putting all kinds of cancerous stuff in the water supply. Chlorine, fluoride, host of other evil garbage things. You should never drink unfiltered water, ever. I run my water through a 10-stage filter and then run it through a black Berkey system, then which runs through the fluoride filters. Um, so he says we should secretly add it to the water supply. Again, it's already being done. And here's the link to this academic paper. Compulsory moral bioenhancement should be covert. So what do you think of them apples? Now, people are pushing back against this, though. This is a, uh, a, a video. Veteran warns mass tyrants. Families are starving. Stop or a revolution is soon coming. Yeah, and I, I would almost guarantee you this guy is not drinking fluoridated water. Who says this? Let's go ahead and play this. We have a man in military veteran in North uh, California that really laid it on the line. He's a small businessman. And he said, our families are starving. And we're going to become revolutionary citizens really soon. I hope so. Let's play that clip, video clip number three. That's what needs to happen. Um, I wasn't going to speak. I was asked to speak here, you know. Uh, I mean, a, a revolution needs to happen because I don't see any other way. And I mean a revolution also of prayer and fasting and trying to educate others. I don't necessarily mean we're supposed to go out and blow people's heads. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but a revolution needs to happen on a global scale to push back against this total insanity that's getting worse every single stinking week. And we have Trump at the spear tip of it now. Good to see you. Um, I'm telling you guys, you know, I'm pretty appalled at what's going on. You know, at first we sat as concerned citizens and we all wanted to figure out how to best navigate our way through this whole COVID thing, you know. And uh, as, as we realized that it's not quite as dangerous as we thought. This is be, like some city council meeting he's speaking to. You know, I was absolutely appalled at the cowardice, you know, and as you're sitting there with your masks on, uh, I don't blame you for wearing masks because I'd be hiding my face too if I was you for what you're doing. It's absolutely horrendous what you're doing to these people. Good I'm for a business owner. That's absolutely right. And, uh, they should and, and I'm telling you, our families are starving. You know, you guys can sit here with your jobs. You can sit here and you're going to get paid. You can fall asleep in your chair like that gentleman's doing behind his mask right there. Okay? Uh, <laughs> and I'm telling you right now that right now we're being peaceful. And, and you better be happy that we're, we're good citizens, that we're peaceful citizens. But it's not going to be peaceful much longer. Okay? And this isn't a threat. I'm not a criminal. I've never been a criminal. But I'm telling you that good citizens are going to turn into real concerned and revolutionary citizens real soon. And nobody else is going to say that. I'm probably the only person that has a ball to say what I'm saying right now. That we're building, we're organizing, and we'll work with law enforcement or without law enforcement. But you won't stop us when time comes because our families are starving. And if you don't hear the seriousness of my voice, I hope you open your ears and you absolutely listen to what I'm saying. Because this is a warning for what's coming. It's not going to be peaceful much longer. It's not going to be raw raw. It's not going to be speeches. It's not going to be gathered outside saying a pledge of allegiance. It's not going to be waving flags. It's going to be real. When you see the things that I've seen, I went to war for this country. I've seen the ugliest, dirtiest part of humanity. I've been in combat, and I never want to go back again. But I'm telling you what, I will to save this country. If it has to be against our own citizens, it will happen. And there's a million people like me, and you won't stop us. Open the county. Let our citizens do what they need to do. Let owners of businesses do what they need to do to feed their families. Take the masks off. 
Quit masking and muzzling your children. The psychological damage you're doing to them is horrible. I've had six friends kill themselves since it's happened. Veterans who lost their jobs. How do you feel about being complicit and perpetual? As if the 22 veterans that kill themselves every day in America because of the meat grinder, satanic meat grinder they went through in the armed services and all the vaccines they had to take, which they could never, never um, protest or even know what is, was in them according because of the executive order Bill Clinton signed. And the depleted uranium they were exposed to in the Middle East, in the Gulf War, that's just one theater. As if that wasn't bad enough, now we've got COVID and he had six of his own friends who were uh, veterans commit suicide since COVID. See, those, the death toll from that is far, far greater than anything COVID ever wanted to bring to the table. But see, they like that. That was all part of the plan, is, is they knew all this collateral death toll would happen. And that's why a big reason why they're doing it as well, because they want all those deaths. Because they're, uh, again, of their father, and he's a murderer, and they love death. Nah, the greatest toast right. ever perpetuated on the American people, and you're part of it by wearing your mask. In Shasta County, we're supposed to be red country up here. Not blue country, we're red country up here. Right. You guys know that. I mean Republican. I mean, you claim to be conservatives, maybe you're not, maybe you're liberals, I don't know. But by God, we're Americans, and remember that. Take your masks off, quit muzzling yourselves. Join us, fight with us against what's going on in Sacramento. It's a travesty. Thanks. Absolutely right. And we have seen this here in Texas as well. You know, it's not just Steve Adler, the liberal mayor here in Austin, the Marxist mayor. It, it's the Republican judges in neighboring counties. It's the governor of Texas wearing their masks, destroying our lives. And let me tell you something. People like Carlos Zapata, uh, they are taking out the best people in our country. These are the people, the entrepreneurs, the small businessmen, the people who had dreams, the people who realized those dreams, who fought hard, who saved, who worked, who hired people, who hired the most number of people. You think you're going to destroy their lives and they're going to let you? No, they're not. They're not. It is a revolution coming, and you better get your damn masks off of our face. Get your damn mandates out of there, and you better start following the Constitution you swore to take an oath to. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Like you just heard, Carlos Zapata uh, in uh, Northern California telling his local city council, stop this ridiculous mask stuff. This is a game, but you're destroying people's lives. He said, I know... Six and Trump is going along with every single aspect of this and carrying it to a whole other level. Fellow veterans who have committed suicide because they've had their jobs taken away by the government. This is what we mean now by government unemployment. It's not a check anymore. It's a program to make you unemployed, to kill the middle class, to kill us economically, psychologically, and physically. The vaccines and the IDs are coming, and we're not going to have it. We're not going to sit here passively and let you do this. A revolution is coming. We hope that it's not going to be a violent revolution. But there's going to be a revolution. This has been in the works for a long time. It's a time that people understand that this is the moment uh, in which we need to act. You know, Most Americans didn't look at this with the understanding that the elites did. They knew about the cycle of societies. The fourth turning. The fact that every 80 years you have societies basically uh, reinvent themselves. And the elites do, and they know about that cycle. They exploit that cycle. They plan for that 
cycle. Right. We're in the middle of that cycle. They plan for their new society to be in place by 2030, and we know exactly what it looks like. They had the plan. They he, he says we're in the middle of that that cycle. Is, the cycle he's talking about is the fourth turning, which is the cataclysm, the upheaval of the old or as the old order is replaced. This is the Strauss-Howe generational theory. A generational cycle spans a full lifetime of approximately 80 to 90 years. Each cycle has four turning points, lasting about 20 to 22 years when there are shifts in public mood. Um, and w what they're trying to get us into the fourth turning back into the first turning because it's a four-part cycle. And this will lead us into, obviously, the New World Order, but the first turning, which is the high as the New Order takes root. And that'll be this, you know, wonderful age they're all promising us where it'll all be pixie sticks and buttercups and we shall be as gods and these types of things. That's all the garbage that they're promising. But it was because of global warming or climate change or whatever. No, no, now it's going to be because of COVID-19. But everything that they'd planned is uh, now being enacted. So we know what this plan is. We know that this is a cycle. But even if you don't know that, have you had enough? You know, we talk about posse. He goes on. I mean, he's right on the money there. He's got some other videos I need to listen to. Um, one of them is physical cash and coins being removed worldwide. Goldman says all financial tracks, transactions digital by 2030. I don't, I don't generally report on a lot of stuff if, it's, if they're saying 2030 because I'm just trying to get us through this week. And I, I don't, I mean, that's too far down the line. And obviously, yes, I know that's their plan and I have reported on that. But I try to, I try to report on issues that are affecting us right now because there's just so much to deal with on our plate right now on so many different levels. I try not to look too far into the future typically. Um, and then the other, he has another one that was on this NHI, former NHI head Francis Collins, who was the guy I just talked about with the BioLogos uh, thing. And he says, here's what you need to know about NIH head Francis Collins of this BioLogos organization. Is he really a, quote, devout Christian or is he actually a transhumanist using aborted babies for research? I didn't even get into that in the report. But remember, they're all about science in, in, in reconciling real science with the Bible, even though they teach Darwinism. Okay, so he's actually a transhumanist using aborted babies for research, including vaccines. Well, of course he is. In other words, I don't even know the half of it. Francis is was Fauci's boss. Oh, my word. Has just gotten 2,700 evangelicals to sign the statement telling other Christians to stop questioning experts and take your COVID vaccine when they tell you to. Now, I don't have time to play that right now. I might play it next week, though. And then another one. Did you see this one? This is called the Cone of Shame. Okay? And it shows a waitress wearing a dog collar. The, not a dog collar, but the dog cone that they put on dogs after like they go and they have where they don't want them to lick their butt or whatever. They put that cone on their head. They're going, it shows a waitress serving food with one of those dog cones on. Okay. I'm sorry. But it's, it's just so laughable. I mean, where does this insanity in the end? I mean, this is the main governor mandates this cone of shame for restaurants. This is if you don't want to wear a mask. And um, you're going to have to wear the cone of shame if, you're, if you want to be a waitress. Like, what is that cone going to do? Is that going to filter the air like a mask would? I mean, I, I know that's a joke and I've, I've got into that whole thing. But how is that going to protect anybody? And it shows this woman wearing a dog cone, serving food. 
I mean, it's just, it's just, I, 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 I'm just speechless. Every time I turn around, it just gets worse. Um, but again, like I said, I think it's because a lot of people are waking up and I think that this COVID-19 has turned into the non-event that it has turned into because of the prayers of the saints and because of the fasting and the prayers and, and that that's been done. So I, I always want to emphasize that as well. So let's go to the next report. U.S. citizens accidentally find field of cages. What do they have planned and, and what's coming? On a casual drive in the state of California, citizens accidentally stumbled onto what looked like human confinement cages that come complete with a toilet inside. They are for humans. They have a toilet inside, okay? And it's what can only be considered a completely communistic, diabolical plan to enslave the American people. A vast field containing what appears to be human cages outfitted with toilets were discovered in the California town of Carruthers. Human holding cells appear to be packed into a desert field in somewhat of an organized fashion. A number of rows and tiers called of cells can be seen al along with hundreds of mobile trucks out outfitted with these human holding tanks. And here's a here's a picture of it you can click on. What are these cells and what are they for? This is quite possibly the most uncanny discovery since IntelliHub founder Shepard Ambelius discovered in 2009 that virtually every state and city in America had prepared mass graves for its citizenry ahead of some kind of coming disaster. Carruthers is located south of Fresno. Now, if you want to know more about that, the thing is, is the videos that are available, they're all cussing like sailors when they see these things. So I can't play the videos. And um, if you want to know more about it, I'll give you three different links here regarding that. Uh, this is, I, I didn't even have time to get into this, but coronavirus, the coronavirus vaccines are loaded with ingredients made from aborted baby body parts. Now I've got into that. I'm going to go ahead and just put that for the next study because I don't have time to get into that today. Okay, so now I'm going to play another video I played before of this Dr. Carrie Mage. And it, this one's entitled The Whores of the COVID-19 Vaccines. Uh, she's, a, she's an MD that, I mean, is, I mean, uh, she's awesome. Urgent time is running out. Please stop this and please share. We must stop this. Please share. I agree. <laughs> so what do you think about going from human 1.0 to human 2.0? Um, and what does that mean? Well, going from humans, as we now know ourselves, to human 2.0 has something to do with transhumanism. If you're not familiar with that term, it's about uh, taking uh, humans, as we know ourselves, and melding with artificial intelligence. Um, kind of like being in the Matrix, if you've ever seen that movie. And that may seem kind of cool to you. Uh, we might have some superhuman abilities, maybe uh, be able to think of something um, and it happens, uh, maybe have some physical abilities that would be almost superhuman-like. That's the idea, that's what you see in sci-fi movies. And for myself, thinking about this topic, I'm like, well, I have some time. I think that's many years in the future. However, this, this question, this idea is now right in this moment. We need to make a decision. And I found out that we need to make a, a decision about this because I investigated the proposed COVID-19 vaccine. And this is my alarm call to the world. Um, I looked at the pros and cons and it frightens me. And I want you to know about this. You need to be very well informed because this new vaccine is not like your normal flu vaccine. 
This is something very different. This is something brand new. This is something completely experimental on the human race. And it's not just about being a different vaccine. There are technologies that are being introduced with this vaccine that can change the way we live, who we are, and what we are, and very quickly. I think that, um, you know, some people that you might know these names, uh, Elon Musk, who is the founder of SpaceX and uh, Tesla Automotive, as well as Ray Kurzweil, who is one of the, um, the big wigs of Google. Uh, these are um, self-proclaimed transhumanists. They believe that we should go to human 2.0, and they are very big proponents of this. Um, there's a lot of other people that you might know their names. They're also involved with this, so you should look that up. I think the easiest way to explain this to you is to go with one of the front runners for the vaccine and go into a little bit of the history and tell you how they want to make the vaccine. And I think that will speak volumes. So for instance, Moderna is one of the front runners for the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, you should know that Moderna was founded um, by a person from Harvard, Derek Rossi. And this researcher actually was successful in taking some modified RNA and being able to reprogram a stem cell in the body and change the function of the stem cell. He actually made it genetically modified, okay? So you can, he proved that you can genetically modify something by using modified RNA. So they founded the company Moderna on this concept. It's kind of a new kid on the block, okay? It's not been around that long. In fact, it hasn't even made any vaccine for a human before. It's made no medicine for a human before. This will be their first run. You must know that Moderna was in the news recently because it really fast-tracked. It's, it's like the other companies. It's fast-tracking the vaccine. It's going from phase one to phase two very, very quickly. In fact, it's gone from phase one to phase three, and it's experiments from March of this year until currently. I mean, that is unbelievable. It usually takes five or six years. How are they able to do this with the safety and efficacy data that we need? Um, and I want you to know that in phase two, we only use between, they're only using between 30 and 45 humans. In Moderna's test study, they only used 45 humans. And with the, uh, the high dose vaccine, Group, they got 100% of those people got systemic side effects, 100. That's only in the short side effect profile. In the low dose vaccine, 80%, 80% got systemic side effects. Now, we don't even know the long-term side effects no. from that. We would need a lot longer time, right? Maybe years. But we do know based on previous animal studies of using this technology that you're going to, ex you can expect possibly increase cancer rates, increase mutant genes, mutagenesis, also increase autoimmune reactions. For instance, in some of the ferret studies, they saw that when the ferret was introduced to the, the virus that they were trying to protect the ferret from after the ferret got the vaccine, they actually had an exaggerated immune response. It actually hurt the ferret. They had more lung inflammation, more lung fluid, even some problems with their liver. It actually hurts them. They had a poorer response. Okay, so this, those are longer term reactions and that could be seen with this vaccine, but we don't know the data yet. 
So it's not without risk. And how are they doing this? Well, they're actually um, suggesting to use uh, a platform. Let me just explain the uh, how they would administer the vaccine. So the vaccine, um, there's an idea called microneedle platform, okay? This was uh, developed by MIT. And they said it could be very easily produced, okay, and mass produced. This is why they're proposing this technology and many millions of vaccines could be made quickly. They could also be administered by yourself. So the idea is to get a Band-Aid. It looks like a Band-Aid you buy in the drugstore. It's shipped to you through Amazon or UPS or some other shipping service. You take it out of the package, you put it on your, your hand like this, and then you take the sticker off and voila, you've been vaccinated. So how is that possible? Well, in this Band-Aid, it has little tiny spicules, little tiny needles. And this was uh, designed after a snake viper fang bite, okay, or snake viper bangs. So little snake bites. Um, Anyway, in these tiny little spicules, they claim you won't really feel it that much. There's uh, their little hydrogel. It's a material called hydrogel. Inside the hydrogel would be um, a luciferase enzyme as well as the vaccine itself. So you got your hydrogel, which is what Celeste Lums talked about. You've got your luciferase, which is what lucifer means uh, like light bearer or whatever the the word so that's the that's the phospholuminescence part of the vaccine where they will be able to have the cell phones with certain filters on them and they'll be able to scan you and see oh you've got the luciferase enzyme it glows a certain way with this with this smartphone filter so we know you've been vaccinated and i'm sure there's no there's no side effects of having luciferase in your system and then then you get the vaccine on top of that so it's like the the trifecta of satanic wickedness and you can get it all in one little band-aid okay so what is all that so first of all you're getting the vaccine it's modified rna or modified dna let's Mm -hmm. take moderna modified rna Mm -hmm. so in that modified rna the idea is that it would the microneedles would puncture into your your cell membrane okay and this synthetic piece of an RNA, it's a code for the part of the virus, or they could use a synthetic DNA to code for the part of the virus would go into your nucleus, your body would start transcribing it, would start reading it and making more of that part of the virus. Well, why would we wanna make more of the virus or part of the virus? The idea is your body would get used to seeing it, would know how to make antibodies and would have an improved T cell response. And the idea is then when you saw it in the future, your body would already know how to fight it and it would be a better response. That's the idea. Um, the problem with that is they're using something called a process called transfection. And transfection is a way that we make genetically modified organisms. Okay, I think you know about those fruits and vegetables. Uh, they're not as healthy as the normal uh, wild type fruit and vegetables. So possibly you could extrapolate that to a human. If we become genetically modified, we would not be as healthy, okay? We don't have long-term studies on this anyway. This is unbelievable. And, you know, the vaccine manufacturers have made the statement, this will not alter our DNA, our genome. I say that is not true. Because if we use this process to make a genetically modified organism, why would it not do the same thing to a human? I, I don't know why they're saying that. Now, if you look at the um, definition of transfection, it'll tell you that 
it can be a temporary change in the cell. And I think that's what the vaccine manufacturers are banking on. It's temporary. Or it's a possibility for it to become stable, to be taken up into the genome. Well, they're not banking on that. They're banking on this to be permanently DNA defiling forever. And so stable that it will start replicating when the genome replicates, meaning it is now a permanent part of your genome. Right. That's a chance that we're taking. So it could be temporary or it could be permanent. It's and we would never know it's that it's not going to be temporary. <laughs> it's this is something that will further alter you every time you get a vaccine, and it's going to be probably cumulative the effect. I understand she's saying it like from the 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 um the whitewashed way that the vaccine company would present it. Oh, it's just temporary. It's this or that. Nothing could be further from the truth. For years down the road, honestly. So here we go. We've got something that can alter our genome. It's a possibility. And another thing on that, if they're altering the genome, what would be the effects? I told you previously some of the side effects, but also we need to know that this is a synthetic piece of DNA or RNA, okay? And if it becomes taken up into the genome of a human, it's synthetic, it's not from nature. And if you look at the Supreme Court justice ruling on synthetic DNA or genes, it can be patented and patents have owners. So what does that mean for us? What if this gets into yes, our genome? Exactly. Does that mean Moderna or the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or the Department of Defense, all of these people who are involved in the patents or are they somehow going to own part of our genome? Yes, absolutely. It's that's a part of the plan they'll own you you're you've got their patented substance in your system and therefore they own you possibility you need to know that so that's one part of this delivery system just one now let me go to the next the next part of the delivery system is a luciferase enzyme okay they named it they patented luciferase <laughs> i don't like that name oh come on Luciferase, because it has bioluminescent qualities, which means it can produce a light or it has a light source. And the, all of this would be under your skin and you cannot see it. Now, the luciferase is an idea because they want to make sure that you're vaccinated. They don't trust medical records. They don't trust you saying that you got vaccinated. They want to make sure. And they want to make sure it was successful, a, a successful transfection, a successful gene modification. So when you get the luciferase enzyme, if you have a, an iPhone or a special app on the iPhone, you can scan over that area and it will give a digital code, a digital imprint, a digital pattern, something that will identify that you were vaccinated. It, it holds your vaccination record. It also gives you an ID, a number, a barcode, a branding, whatever you want to call it, a tattoo. It's all the same thing. You now become like a product. So we have that. Now the third thing I mentioned was hydrogel. So hydrogel is actually an invention from DARPA, the uh, Department of Advanced Research Projects Agency. This is um, kind of a sci-fi kind of a group from the Department of Defense Pentagon um, of the US government. They make these fantastic um, inventions. So one of them is hydrogel. Hydrogel, you can go, or I'm sorry, you can YouTube, look on YouTube, look at Profusa is one of the companies, 
uh, DARPA, as well as hydrogel, and you'll find some little two-minute clips that they describe. So hydrogel is nanotechnology, microscopic little robots, and these little robots, actually, I know it sounds crazy, it's still crazy to me, but it's possible, okay? They can um, disassemble, reassemble, assemble, into and make different things. So with this hydrogel, it has, it's really nanotechnology, so that's something, um, you know, robotic or something that's artificial intelligence. It has the ability to connect with artificial intelligence. So this means that a human can now connect to directly and gather information from our bodies and gather it and uh, connect with your smartphone, with the cloud, with some other smart device. And once this is done, this is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you're going to be a cyborg as well. If you, particularly with this now, why can't they put the hydrogel just in the vaccine itself if it's just an injectable? Again, I'm not sure. I think, yes, this is definitely something they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to do this initially. Maybe they will do it initially because this is a lot more palatable than actually having to get um, injected with something. It's just this little Band-Aid you put on yourself. I don't know. But they're accomplishing far more, it sounds like, with this Band-Aid approach, with this Bill Gates microneedle hydrogel luciferase vaccine than they would be with just a injectable vaccine you're going to have nanotech in you you're going to have injectable nano robots essentially that will you're going to be part machine you will be not only will your dna be defiled from the vaccine and probably from the luciferase but the hydrogel, it sounds like, will turn you into a cyborg, meaning you're going to be have machines in your body that are going to be interfacing with your smartphone or whatever is, is around. And therefore, the whole transhumanist agenda, you've just checked off two of the boxes because now you've got nanotechnology in your system and your, and your DNA has totally been changed and you're human 2.0. So only God knows what this what implications this would mean if you actually took this 365 days a year think about that think about how immediately that could change our privacy immediately it can change our autonomy immediately change our freedoms this can gather data like your blood sugar your oxygen your blood pressure okay those sound great but it also can gather many other things. It can gather, they say, your emotions or your menstrual cycle, your activity, if you've fallen, um, your nutrients in your body. If you took medicines, it's a potential to see if you took illicit drugs. It's got a potential to see almost anything that oh, yeah. goes on in your body. Yeah. Talk about the ultimate spy network. And it would most likely be com communicating 24-7 with your smartphone. It would be reporting back to the government and potentially DARPA or who knows what else, what you're doing, what you're putting in your body, who you're around, what's happened to you. I mean, what mental state you're in, everything you would, you would have no more privacy ever again, unless like God came in and just zapped all the nanotechnology out of your system. So, I mean, it doesn't get much worse than this. And all of this information is going where? That has not been addressed. Who's protecting exactly. this information? Yeah. What are they using it for? 
This is really serious stuff, guys. This is all being proposed to being unveiled in the next vaccine, okay? Yeah, the other that. thing to know is with this nanotechnology, hydrogel, um, artificial intelligence, you know, hookup, just like your cell phone, you can send a text message, you can send an email, but also you can receive them back. So that means we could receive information. What information would be coming back into us? Would it affect our mood, our behavior? Would it affect, you know, how we, how we think or our memories? Mm -hmm. If you haven't watched the movie Matrix, I think you should. I think there's some truth in that, in, in that movie. I see so many wrong things with this vaccine. And I see that we are not talking about it in the major media. And I see that, I feel that these companies are outright lying to us when they say they cannot affect our DNA. Because by all definitions that they are using, this can affect our DNA. Okay, so we have that. And she goes on for a few more minutes there. But yeah, that was a real bombshell. I would say what she just said. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable. The next report, Dove Fox, a Soros fellow, George Soros fellow, who currently works as director of the Center for Health Law, Policy, and Bioethics at San Diego EDU, has come out to claim that people who refuse vaccination for the Wuhan coronavirus, even though they don't even have a vaccine developed yet, even though it's a total non-existent issue at this point, could lose their jobs or even be sent to jail. And again, why not just take it further? Why not just, you know, execution on the spot? Come on. I mean, let's let we we need to stop this these horrible people like myself that would dare resist such a wonderful um vaccine as as was just described by Dr. Kerry Maj. According to Fox, who is said to be a a bioethics expert it is and he works for george soros who's satan it is completely legal and constitutional for state governments to fine in prison or deny employment to people who say no to the jabs no matter what reason because we're satan and we make the rules he says quote states can compel vaccinations in more or less intrusive ways fox is quoted as saying they can limit access to schools or services or jobs if people don't get vaccinated they could force them to pay a fine or even lock them up in jail citing the case of jacobson versus massachusetts in 1905 as precedent and i believe that's what dershowitz that uh, uh child molester that's good buddies with Trump and uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I believe that's what, what he just cited, that one. In which robed lawyers on the bench declared that the state of Massachusetts was free to fine individuals who refused smallpox vaccinations. Fox contends that Amer supposedly free Americans can be deprived of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for refusing injections that could and likely will cause them harm. Courts have found that when medical necessity requirement requires it, the public health outweighs the individual rights and liberties at stake. Yeah, because this is about public health. This is just about subjugating you and, and getting your DNA defiled and, and turning you into uh, a uh, cyborg, essentially. Especially if they use the hydrogel, as we just heard. Because that would really be, I mean, if they could roll that out, 
with what she's saying with like a band-aid man they're they're accomplishing more more they with that approach than they are just with an injectable approach so i don't know which way it's going to go i hope it doesn't go any of these ways i hope there's enough pushback but i want to give you a heads up about all of it next report is reported by oh being one of the richest men in the world has given microsoft founder bill gates far too much time on time on his hands and in many ways far too much power and influence as reported by the great game india the indian government is set to implement a mandatory health card program that is modeled after a concept developed by gates a one world globalist and vaccine pusher who literally has the power to control messaging access to information and other necessities of free people require in order to remain free the outlet notes under one nation one health card scheme a person's medical history records including all the treatments and tests that the person has undergone now if you had your hydrogel with your luciferase uh microneedle vaccine it'd do it for you wouldn't it i mean your medical history yeah granted it wouldn't have medical history but it could it could give in real time what's going on in your body to whatever your smartphone device and then that could be relayed Anyway, a person's medical history records, including all treatments and tests that the person has undergone, will be digitally saved in this card. Hospitals and clinics and doctors will all be linked to a central server. This move is aimed at mapping the health records of every citizen of the country in a digital format. Uh, So they're going to make that announcement on August 15th. And then Michigan State Representative Brona Kale sponsored this successful bill that's passed their house uh and to voluntarily place human implantable microchips into the bodies of all state government employees so yeah we're here we're here guys we're here mark of the beast territory this isn't the mark of the beast but it's (laughs) i mean we're moving in that direction pretty quickly so this representative brona kale sponsored the successful bill and while the microchips are not widely used throughout the state she believes they will become the standard in coming years well as, as people just capitulate and do whatever they're told sure the bill will be introduced in the state senate where if it passes governor gretchen whitmer will be able to sign the legislation into michigan law. And she's she's satan essentially so you know she's going to sign that People have been placing human implantable microchips in their bodies for years now. And we have chronicled that for you over the years. This is the ministry reporting this. Now the state government of Michigan has passed a bill that will call for all state government employees to receive microchips inside their bodies. But don't worry, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, the same person who wants due date abortions, meaning you can um, abort your baby when you're giving birth to the baby, has reassured everyone that it will be voluntary. Yeah, right, right. Is this really where we are? Is this actually where we stand? American citizens receiving microchips from the government on a mandatory basis? Yep, that's exactly where we are. We told you this was coming. Welcome to the first wave of, quote, voluntary microchip implantations. The second wave will be less voluntary. And the third wave will be under the Antichrist himself. Eh, Probably pretty close to the truth. And then we have this 2018 Netflix cartoon called Smart Mark Zombies shows the mark of the beast 5g and the mind control grid i believe it shows the lucifer race too as well let's um i'm just going to play this short clip you probably want to watch it though and the first clip it shows you here is a this cartoon character and he's getting this um he's getting the quantum dot bill gates lucifer ace even down to the purple part because i believe it's a purple color 
the way it bio the bioluminescence of the luciferase the light bearer um he's getting that vaccine chip uh microdot activated in the in the cartoon and this was back in 2018 charter city is stunned by the sudden rollout of rook unlimited's most fantastic device ever the smart mark okay so this is the smart mark now he sat down in a chair and this thing went over his arm and then it, it, it gave him this this uh it's really, it's a really like a, a vaccine mark slash tattoo quantum dot microneedle hydrogel. It's the whole nine yards. I gotta, be, I gotta believe that it's kind of everything wrapped up into one. And he got it in his right, his right wrist area. Throw your other devices away because the smart mark is more than just a phone. It's part of you. Yeah. Use it as cash. Right. Book your now. This really is the mark of the beast. And even shoot video. Yeah, you can use it for everything. It, it's this, like your smartphone in your arm, but then it's probably going to have a vaccine component too with the hydrogel, with the injectable nanorobots and all the other stuff and the luciferase. Distribution points are all over the city. And don't let the lines discourage you. The Rook Unlimited Smart Mark is worth the wait. Amen. I never realized how wonderful technology could make me feel. The smart mark has brought order to my life. Amen. A new world order, ma'am. As part, it's absolutely free. A yes. gift of thanks to our city. It's just soul damning. I mean, that's that part's not really free. In the lake of fire, that's not really free. But hey, it's free for now. From Rook Unlimited. 23% of the population has been given the smart mark, number one. Time to test our system, number six. The Flex Fighters are out there somewhere, teaming up with Jonathan Rook. Let's put our new recruits to work, subtly. So they're showing pertinent parts of this cartoon that relate to the smart mark. We should find the Flex Fighters. I ought to find the flex fighters. So they're using it as a mind control device. They're they're doing some type of thing where they're hacking into the smart mark and using it as a mind control vice device, which is exactly what the I think Carrie, Dr. Carey was talking about there, about the implications of the hydrogel. If they're going to have these um this nanotechnology, these these nanorobots roaming your body from the hydrogel, and those nanorobots can communicate with um like your smartphone and other devices you have no idea what those what that actual nanotech could actually do could it could it implant itself in your brain via the bloodstream and then actually take over processes of the brain which would lead to this mind control like they're telling you right now that they're going to use it to control you mentally that you're going to be a cyborg we should find the flex Growing up in this city, the streets of Old Town, I saw the worst mankind had to offer, chaos, disorder. I vowed to make it all change, to make it all better. All these years working... It shows people getting their little smart marks scanned and they're able to buy or sell or do whatever they want to do. Secret. Rising up the ranks of the tech men. It was all leading to this day. Order has finally been established in Charter City. No child have to fear for their safety again so because they've all got the smart marks order has been established 
no child will ever have to fear anything because they're all a bunch of mind-controlled zombies that do whatever they're told to do and they won't get out of line. And again, this is exactly what they're telling you. This um, And I didn't even really mean to put it in this order, but that presentation you just heard from Dr. Carey perfectly segues into this part because this is the Luciferian, Luciferase, smart mark type of vaccine that's coming with this hydrogel which has the nanotechnology and injectable nanorobots that have the the ability to absolutely turn you into a mind control zombie i haven't even really emphasized that much about what's coming but it seems to be obvious if hollywood telegraphs their punches via things like these cartoons and via other movies and things of this nature well that's exactly what it's going to do most likely the people owe you the greatest of debts number one for liberating them from the chaos of their Yes, lives. for enslaving them and turning them into zombified robots. You guys love new tech. You didn't want to get smart marked? <laughs> no way. That's clearly some shady biz. Who wants to be... You call yourself a man of science. World order is our destiny. Submit to a smart mark and join the glorious victory of order <laughs> over chaos. Or you will be eliminated. Yep. Yep. Grandpa, Mr. Savick, uh, uh, where is everybody? Ah, they all went to get those foolish new devices. What? No, they can't. Grandpa, those things are dangerous. It's a conspiracy. Mind control. <laughs> I knew it. They're talking about the smart mark. Three hours is enough time for us to get to our families. Maybe we can stop them before they get marked. They seem to be establishing checkpoints of some kind. This is how they keep order. This is the nightmare I warned you about. People think smart marks are brand new rook tech that will improve their lives. They don't know they're being tricked. All smart marks so far. But your chip makes it possible to control everyone in Charter City, whether they're marked or not. Now he's putting out some big mind control thing through the airwaves. trying to just go through this and i i i think that kind of covers it there um then this next video beast blockchain U u.s united states postal service files patent for blockchain based secure voting system un's global plan uh let's see what this is oh my word i am well let's see oh, i'm gonna try to fit this in this is dapu seven a big update to a video I put out years ago called the Beast Blockchain. This is round two, and in it, three years later, I want to show you exactly where we sit. As now, USPS being one of the first big government branches to step out and say, we are going to use blockchain-based technology to secure the voting system. They've already filed for the patent, and this shows that the government is stepping in this direction. If you've missed it, here in the past month, they have allowed every bank in America to now hold crypto wallets. The lemmings haven't even seen what's coming yet. They are allowing people to, to invest in their fidelities, all this other stuff. Hmm, you think the United States government would do this if it was some mystery man from Asia? Never. 
fact is, Bitcoin that pushed this whole thing out into the open was built on an SHA-256 hash. Sure was. You know who made that? The NSA. <laughs> Facts. Jack. So when I call out Pomp... The, the, and all all these... this blockchain and, and this crypto, understand that's all going to be the financial backbone, the financial basis for the digital currency and the coming one world currency under antichrist and false prophet and this is how the mark is going to work because you're going to go up just like they were in that cartoon and you just have your 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 mark and your right hand and your forehead and they'll scan it and it'll come out of your virtual bank account or whatever and that's how you'll do everything you won't have to carry cash or coins or whatever that's going to be one of the ways they try to sell it but what's leading us all into that is the bitcoin this blockchain, this whole nine yard cryptocurrency. And that's why I've said I won't participate in it because I don't want anything to do with the beast system. Now, I know a lot of other Christians are out there. They're heavily invested in it and that's their, that's their prerogative. But I just personally, from a morality standpoint, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to feed into that system. I just don't. I, I know where it ends up. I know where it leads and it's pure evil. To other cats on social media asking them to prove me wrong never in all my years of doing this have they even responded to me because they know i'm right when i say it there's a reason the man's allowing this and they want you to think it's some mystery satoshi nakamoto asian dude from somewhere else that's not the case it was built on nsa stuff and that's the thumbprint that is all you need to know at the bottom when you're an investigator, when you find that this was built on something they created, well, then you know who did it. And all you can say, oh, maybe they gave it or somebody stole it and gave it. Get out of here, do with your crap. Always trying to make excuses. Always trying to make excuses. The fact is the beast created this and put this out there, and that's why I call it the beast blockchain. I've been warning about it since 2017, and people are like, but, 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 why do you talk about crypto? Because every crypto is not Bitcoin. Every crypto is not backed by the beast. Every cryptocurrency is a different project. And to be honest with you, this is a unique moment in time where people have a chance to create their own currency and stand behind it. But the, the, the bottom line is, is crypto is still going to be the backbone for the coming cashless system that we really have to have in order to fully implement the mark of the beast. Whatever veneer you want to put on that, ultimately we ultimately it will be amalgamated into the beast system. Period. I mean, so there's no way you're ever going to have some kind of autonomy from it in the future where, oh, I have crypto, but it's outside the beast system. Do you think the Antichrist of False Prophet will let that happen? Foolish to think that you're going to stand against this beast and never put up a battle. Keep living your pipe dream. You've got a chance right now to create your own currency and run with it, yet I don't see anyone doing it. Everyone's just sitting back, letting this stuff unravel in slow motion. So, since people are not doing much of anything to stop this, this is where it's heading. It's heading where they're going to track everything. Just like this voting system. What they're going to do is they're going to secure information, and then they're going to store it on a distributed ledger on the blockchain, which anyone can go in and check, but no one can change or manipulate. This is going to be the same thing with your finances, your paychecks, everything that you buy, everything, every penny you make. There's going to be no more putting money in the vault. There's no more putting money under the mattress, nothing, because money will not exist in the offing. 
if you cannot see one of the biggest unprecedented moves in history is happening right in front of your face, they are taking back the money. And they never said that they were doing it. They said, oh, there's a shortage on coins. Please, give us your coins. They're not taking the coins to give them back at the other register. It's not what's happening. They're keeping them. They are keeping them. Wake up. You are about to witness the biggest shift in history. It's happening in the offing. It's coming right around the corner. They've got everything set up to do so. With this crypto and everything. And they are the driving force behind it. Let's take it a step further. The World Economic Forum. Go to their website. What's it say on the front? It says the Great Reset. Seems like somebody had a plan this whole time. And you're telling me it's just a coincidence the Great Reset was timed out with this whole thing we're going through right now? Get out of here. So, let's go over and take a look at the UN. Blockchain and sustainable growth. That's right, the UN. Now let's take a look at some things here. Shoutouts to XRP Darren. So he was on a UN website where they were promoting it. UNOPS. You see this? The treasurer at Copenhagen-based UNOPS says that they are piloting a cross-border payment system using Ripple. Essentially, it will use existing banks, but the infrastructure will use RippleNet to move this. On UNOPS, what is UNOPS? UN. It is the UN operational site, UNOPS. The UN, United Nations, man. Come on, people. UNOPS helps the UN and its partners provide peace and security. So you know if they're behind it, you know it's part of the one world system, and this is part of the one world digital currency under Antichrist for false profit. Ultimately, it ends up there. You see where this is connected? Straight to the top. So don't tell me this ain't been the plan. It's been the plan, and it's all unraveling right in front of your face. So you're going to continue to witness the decimation of cash and of coinage in this country and the continued rollout of blockchain and that somewhere along the lines they will clamp down and wipe out a lot of these crypto coins I do believe and they will insert their country coin hmm like an Amero for North America right. you know they called this decades ago yeah. that they were going to do this and call it the Amero under the North American Union that's right hmm right around the corner now you know where they're taking this once again you don't have to plot on destroying the system. They're doing it for you. You should be plotting an interception. You should be plotting timing. When they bring this thing down and want to bring their beast system on scale, you need to have a righteous system ready to rock to push theirs out of the way and say, no, we're going this route. And have a funny feeling this is going to divide states in the offing. You watch. Big moves are happening here. But it doesn't get any bigger than this right here. This shows their hand. Above and, beyond, above and beyond everything. This shows where they're taking it global. It's not just the United States. It's global. And China's leading the way for them. If you haven't noticed, they've allowed this. They put them in the IMF basket. They have allowed them to move to the forefront here on this world stage. Henry Kissinger, very good friends with Xi Jinping. I advise folks, wake up. Join me on DLive where I break this down further. There's just so much to talk about. I didn't want to make this too long, but it's important. Gloves come off on DLive. Links below. Okay, I'm totally over on time here. I'm going to have to hang it up for tonight here and try to maybe finish out this recordings tomorrow. I'm not even near where I need to be in this particular teaching. 
Um, so I'm going to try to get this finished up tomorrow. God bless you, and Lord willing, see you in part four.